name is Mark Gaynor and I am a designer. This brand is called No One and we hand make sneakers here in uh, Los Angeles, California. So in case you couldn't tell, Mark Gaynor isn't from California where his shoe label No One is based. He actually comes from the frigid prairies of Alberta, Canada. Now, to infrequent travelers from abroad, other Canadians, and even local Albertans, it's a place where time passes very slowly, but where there's plenty of winter to wait out over a beer and good company. It's also a place where there's an old salt of the earth approach to work and life that still has a heartbeat. But like many who hail from this relatively unknown province of Canada, Mark Gaynor left his home behind to see other places. In the process, He's also become an integral part of the indie sneaker world and creative culture. He first headed west to Vancouver, where he'd work with multidisciplined designer Rafe Adelberg. He's the guy who's had a prominent hand in the Vancouver and Canadian fashion scene, has worked with Stussy, and more recently with luxury sneaker designer John Buscemi. There was once a time when Mark, or Gaynor as most people call him, witnessed chalk drawings by Artist Cause. Now, these were later painted over by Yardbird's Matt Abergel, but that's a story for another day. Life would later bring him through the doors at casual lifestyle footwear label Native Shoes over two different periods, once in 2009 and later again in 2013. That year, he came back as the brand's creative director as it got ready to expand its lineup of shoes made with shock-absorbing EVA foam. After giving it some thought, he arrived at an ideology called Future Classics. This meant combining a shared love for both classic footwear and progressive materials and construction methods. The result was the Apollo Moccasin and Chuckaboo, which took two iconic silhouettes and reimagined them. They featured a single piece pattern made of ultra light breathable microfiber, an EVA outsole, and a construction that was welded and not sewn. This creative dialogue between the new and the old wouldn't be the first, as his launch of No One would have it, but it wouldn't be the same one either. Here's how Gaynor's years in the ever-evolving footwear industry helped him to slow things down, look backwards, and see how things used to be made. Well, this Alpha is the first release, and this was literally, the last time we spoke was in my living room, and this was born out of that time. This was a shoe that myself and Diego, our pattern maker here, designed in, and developed in our living room because we were in that situation where we didn't have this factory yet. So this is a shoe that can be completely hand-sewn, that we didn't need any of these machines to make. So, you know, that's where this came from. We started with this kind of espadrille style construction because that was the most modest, you know, simplest form that could be done, which is sitting on a chair, and then just kept on going with it. Then when we got into the studio, we put the athletic outsole on the bottom and uh, kind of got to there. The Bravo is the first, I guess, full access or, you know, shoe we made when we had full access to the space. You know, this to me is very craft. The Bravo's got a little more technology in it. The Charlie has even more technology. Every shoe we make will have more technology. That'll just be a reflection of us getting more familiar with our equipment and our space and like being able to get more technical. The Alpha and the Bravo are taken from the Naval Phonetic Alphabet. Chosen for an anonymous and utilitarian purpose, Mark plans to eventually complete all 26 letters. Yet he's definitely in no rush to do so. 
We already know he's not planning to shoot blindly with his releases, but he's not even going to take a few shots based on what is or will become popular in the market either. According to Gaynor, his brand draws its signature aesthetic from a tiny catalog of what they consider to be only five to eight really good sneakers. And since there's no rush or obligation to produce anything that doesn't feel right, they're free to use all of the materials and methods at their disposal, or just a few. Since its launch in March 2017, No One's Essence has centered around two key standpoints, on market and on craft. On the market side, the brand No One comes at a time when the market and production cycle seriously needs to slow down. The advances in textile and manufacturing technology, coupled with an insatiable consumer appetite, certainly set off the big bang of abundant sneaker releases. This means most sneakers are designed and produced 12 to 18 months in advance, inside of a seasonal calendar that demands new and so-called innovative releases by the month. By following this direction and pace, you're bound to introduce some amazing product but also a lot of mediocrity too. It's like after X number of serious attempts to create something new, you get a silhouette that people like for whatever reason. You then take the entire color wheel and library of every fabric ever created and you force feed it through that mold. But at the same time, Mark's brand doesn't stand as a response to the fast-paced, oversaturated sneaker market that cares only about the new and the cool. I think, I think most handmade things that still have that drag around that connotation of being like heritage or like backwards looking. It's like, nah, like we'd much rather be future looking if not like happy and proud to be alive right now and not pretending it's 1933. It's not a good year for anybody. <laughs> He notes that his brand is borrowing from the past, but is definitely not trying to recreate it either. And that's very true. Just as there are a lot of overused buzzwords like innovative and cutting edge to market the future, heritage and artisanal are overused to market the past. But out of all that bewilderment also comes an air of mystery. And one big question to which no one, as a brand, is one of the few answers. See, the thing is, tech and craft are not too divorced from each other. They can both produce high-quality items inspired by whichever period. Tech means you can now 3D print things like complex ceramic objects. You can even add handmade imperfections if you wanted. Likewise, craft means you can take the time to produce, say, a tablet or phone case that's made of fine, hand-stitched leather or beautifully finished wood. The secret is in the mix. What methods you apply to which materials to make what product. But for footwear, it seems both method and style have been locked in time. Whenever you hear the words handcrafted shoes, you'll appropriately think of a cobbler hand tracing and cutting sheets of tanned leather, maybe sewing the pieces of the upper together, and then eventually hammering the upper onto the last and then polishing it. Some of these steps have arguably been accelerated by machines, even vintage ones. 
But after all said and done, that shoe is probably going to look like a classic silhouette. Classic in the strictly early 20th century sense, that is. We're talking about the business or dressy shoes you'd see on a so-called dapper gentleman who's probably wearing a tailored suit to match, or maybe a pair of hard-wearing leather boots for the urban lumberjack. Sure, you could argue it's the combination of those methods and the resulting aesthetic that produces that sense of timelessness we yearn to wear and pay for. But as the barrier between street and luxury footwear came crashing down years before, the definitions of both styles have adjusted too. For one, fashion houses have certainly released their own interpretations of street-inspired shoes, but these have only been part of single collections. But nobody thought to take the time-tested methods of yesteryear and apply them to new silhouettes as a brand. This is where the brand No One becomes a legitimate missing link. They're described as the perfect post-skateboarding shoes and strike the right balance between wearability and luxury. They combine older, reliable methods, the highest quality materials, and new classic silhouettes. But why hasn't this happened sooner? Why is hardly anyone else making bespoke sneakers? Because it's just damn hard to do. Even as a footwear industry veteran, Gaynor humbly admits that it was a challenge to both create his own brand and center it around the most difficult business model in the space. I'm, this was easily 100% harder than anything I've done. Anything to do with footwear is times 10 difficulty multiplier. Making your own shoes is like, I don't know, times 100. It's just shoes are a bitch. They're hard to do. And then, you know, launching a brand, building a brand. Anyone who's launched anything knows if you think it's going to be one thing, it's actually 10. So. Now, it's worth mentioning that making shoes the old-fashioned way doesn't just apply to the actual production methods and tools. It also applies to the production model and scale. When scale, volume, and frequency get traded in for focus, quality, and authenticity, that means location no longer becomes as limiting as it once was. Over the course of his career, Mark spent a decade flying back and forth to visit Chinese factories 12 times a year. You can imagine how crazy that'd be. A refreshing change of pace sees him run his brand out of a small open space studio on Lincoln Boulevard in sunny Venice, California, just 10 minutes from home. Inside, it's bright and spacious with modern furniture, custom lighting fixtures, and art on display. Not what you'd expect of a workshop, much less a place of manufacturing. One part of the room certainly has all those specialized machines for the nitty gritty stuff. But on the other side are the highly specialized craftspeople, many with over 30 years of experience, who do 90% of the work and then mark values highly. People are the biggest challenge for sure, you know, I mean, materials are materials, you can order them and they'll show up. Finding people is the hardest thing, especially because we make sneakers, that makes it doubly hard because there are, there are a lot of... There's shoemakers in Los Angeles and there's shoemakers in America, but very few of them are familiar with the process of creating athletic shoes. Like, that's a Strobel machine, which is any factory in China or Portugal or Italy where they're making athletic footwear. 
That's the backbone of that. No, none of these guys have ever seen this machine before. You know, these guys have been making shoes for 30 years. They've never seen a strobo machine because that's for sneakers. So, you know, that's the challenge, even more so finding people who are familiar with the athletic specific processes are difficult. By all means, it's difficult and risky to do the things the way they do. But with it comes a very intangible benefit you'd never get at a more established brand. It means room to experiment and break rules where no factory in the world would give you that level of freedom. At No One's Factory, Mark and his team of cobblers can switch materials on a dime to try something a little different, or they can completely rewrite the rules of luxury sneakers as they see fit. You have the opportunity to challenge yourself and make it as difficult as you want to. If you really want to be on the cutting edge, if people wanted, want, now that there's the potential, to 3D print a complete shoe, that's incredibly challenging. But you know, if you want to play a little safer in the middle, kind of in the, in the more proven processes, it's a lot easier, you know. We have things like, I can come over here and we can spend an hour on this process of skiving leather, and in an hour, we're gonna be in a better place. You know what I mean? There's nothing abstract about this. It's, you know, it's very physical. On so many different levels, let me start at the top level, it's just the construction of the shoe is hand-lasted which is the superior way to make a shoe. That's the way that the beautiful footwear has always been made. From talking to Gaynor though, you can tell he doesn't just love the quality of the materials or the reliability of the craftsmanship. It's also about the connection he feels with both the sneakers and the people that make them. Together, these are set to shake up the footwear game, a couple of pairs at a time and as long as it takes. People, 99.9% .9 of shoes are machine lasted. It's, it's not the same, you know? We make additions of 14 to 28 pairs at a time. This shoe stays on the last for five, minimum of five days, as many as seven or eight, depending on the weather. You know, we put these out in the sun to get lasted, so, I mean, this is five days on the last now, and we'll probably leave it on for a couple more because it hasn't been super sunny out, so. Seeing as the brand No One has decided to take the slow route, even as demand pours in, it's got room to think. Gaynor wants to make each release count, and as he sees it, he won't be alone much longer. The more proof. My, my, goal, my goal for this brand is, you know, in, in 10 years, I'd like, this, I'd like No One to be a new American luxury brand. You know, and that's like the... I think we've got all the... I think we have all the elements in place to do that. You know, we just need to spend, it's going to take 10 years to refine and uh, just build this out. I don't know, I think the foot, like the footwear industry, like so many others, it just moves so quickly, you know, like things, like the cycles of the trend cycles and the product cycles, everything just moves so quickly. I think there's a, there's a movement in all sorts of different fronts to doing things more slowly. And I think we, you know, I think we're comfortable inside of that. I think there's always room for people who are going to do things a little more slowly. We'll release three models this year, you know, and like we will, that allows us to care more about the details of three models than companies that are going to be releasing 17 models with 40 SKUs of each one, you know, so it lets us, you know, move more slowly. And I think that's, an, that's, if you want, if you want speed and volume, there's tons of that in that, in the footwear industry, you know, that's, if you want something done a little slower, I think there's room for us.